What's good, everybody, man? We back again. This is episode seven of the DNA Culture. Um, today, um, we're going to be talking about something that we've been holding off on. We got a lot of ideas and different um, just ideas for this show and this brand, man, to really, you know, um, attack what we feel like are issues within baseball and, and ways to improve the sport. And today, um, we decided to be finally a good time. We got a few episodes in to really talk about, you know, the MLB as a whole and talk about um, ways that we feel that the MLB can either improve or um, gain viewership. Um, just a little background about baseball. You know, baseball has always been, you know, uh, dubbed as America's pastime, right? So um, people call it that because, like, in that in those times, you know, the early 1900s and stuff, like baseball has been around since then. You know, the MLB, the league has been around since early 1900s. It's, it's always been pretty popular, um, especially like back in the day. You know, it was just a great sport. But um, over the years, I will say that MLB has been, to be fair, a little slow to adapt to the you know the times. Um, it's a very traditional traditionalist type of sport um, with traditional type of fans, you know, they like things to stay the same. Whereas a lot of other popular sports within North America, you know, USA, they, they've changed a lot. NFL has changed a lot since uh, it was first created. Um, NBA definitely has changed a lot. Um, and uh, these, these sports, uh, of course, are more popular than baseball at this time in North America as far as just viewership and things like that. Um, baseball is still a very lucrative, you know, business or industry, but um, usually the average viewer or watcher of the MLB is an older. It's an older uh, average age, you know. Um, it's not really an average age of a lot of young people watching baseball. So we just want to talk about um, different 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 things that we've noticed maybe in other sports that uh, that make that sport popular. Um, and then from there, we're going to probably transition into the MLB and think about ways that or some areas that we think MLB could maybe look at to, to maybe, you know, increase that type of, you know, um, I guess, interest within the, the younger viewers. So um, I guess I'll, I'll start off by just saying, you know, we can... We can start off with the NBA, right? So, um, I'll I'll start off first. Some things that I think that uh, NBA that makes the NBA great, of course. Um, first off, you have you have smaller teams, right? So you have more like individual stars, you know, that kind of carry the load of the team. So, um, I mean, let's be honest. America loves a story. So when you can um, identify with a star player um, and you can really follow them and uh, you know their their greatness is so big you know that they impact like a whole team like that um, it makes you want to watch you know I know that's probably a little it's probably a little harder with baseball it's probably a, a bigger team you know a lot of more roles but I definitely think in basketball um, that star player thing is, is, is pretty good um, I think that's a, a pretty good point um, within base. I mean, within basketball, NBA, that you know helps it become popular. Um, anybody else have any 
uh, other suggestions or ideas on why they think the uh, NBA is great. We can we can start off with uh, Donnie. You can uh, go ahead and let me know if you got anything specific. Um, just piggyback off you. I mean, like you said, the NBA they actually market their players. So with each franchise, you know who you're dealing with. So let's say, like you said, the Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young, um, you can go to the Indiana Pacers. They're marketing Ty, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. You know, like they're actually making someone a face of their franchise and getting people to gravitate towards their star player so that they can, so that they can sell tickets. Um, another thing I think with the M- – that the NBA has done, uh, especially this, this year, like they shortened their season a little bit, you know, and that that's getting rid of those meaning meaningless games. And I think with the MLB, you know, they play with one six, one eight. I can't even think of the number, but there's a lot of, in my opinion, mean, meaning, meaningless games that's going on. One hundred sixty-two games. One sixty-two. So a lot of games that don't matter. You know, a lot of games that just don't matter. Uh, with the NBA, they they shorten their season. They're marketing their players like on the NBA roster. You can you can literally look from top to bottom, and if you keep up with the NBA, you will know each player's face. Like you will know if they walked into the mall right now. If Caruso, if Alex Caruso walked into any mall in America, people will know who he is. He's not the star player. He is now. He's a star now, but he's not a star player. If Austin Reeves walks into the mall, somebody's going to recognize him. Honestly, Alex Caruso will be recognized before Mike Trout. Some places probably so. In some place outside of L.A., if you go to Chicago, if you go to Florida, Miami, or. Orlando, if you come to Mobile, Alabama, Alice Caruso would be <laughs> noticed before Mike Trout. They would literally run to Alice Caruso. You can't name outside the start, you can't name a solid MLB player. Like if he walked into the mall right now, and let's say somebody from Pittsburgh that's having a good year. I can't name too many players off the off the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates uh organization, but let's let's say a young phenom's having a great year. And he's on, he's uh, on trajectory of going to be a superstar. I would not know his face unless I see him. They don't put their players, they don't put their faces on TV enough. So the the NBA does a great job at putting these players on TV. You actually seeing their faces. They're getting interviewed like some media site. If they can't get LeBron James, they're getting Alex Caruso. Or they're, you know, they're making a, they're putting a face with the name. The NBA does a great job at putting a face with the name, and the MLB just doesn't do that. I, I got a follow-up question, or just a, a, a thought off of that. I'm trying to think. I think that is true, and I know you were saying, I know the thing about, this is something about the NBA where, you know, the college players, you know, well, you know, the March Madness is, is one of the biggest sporting events, you know, in, in sports. You know what I mean? So we're actually introduced to a lot of these stars even before they get to the NBA. You know, 
through college basketball or something. And they're like really heavily, you know, promoted where when you think about it for like baseball, I mean, of course we pay attention to baseball. So we might know somebody, but like, does anybody else know about the guy, you know, at Tennessee throwing 104 miles per hour? Like, you know what I mean? Like these are people that, you know, are really great, you know, that, you know, in basketball, you know, in the, in the parallel to basketball, they're doing this great. They're getting a lot of shine already. You know, they're already building their brand. Whereas in baseball, you don't even know about them. Is there, you, I don't know, to be honest, I don't know if even prospects or star college baseball players are getting enough notoriety or shine for people to even, you know, look forward to them getting to the league. Think about it. Uh, and to piggyback off that, uh, the guy who uh, was th- who was throwing 103 to 105 consistently, consistently, let's also point that out, he's doing that consistently. The first time I even heard about him was because of House of Highlights on Instagram. Not the his, you know, maybe ten. I don't I don't follow Tennessee enough to say that they not promote him, yeah. but. You don't see him on ESPN enough, enough. Like, that should be talked about a lot. Like, that's the equivalent of a seven-footer shooting threes off the dribble <laughs> like KD. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and honestly, that's more rare than that. Mm-hmm. That's more rare because we have 6'10 players that's pulling up like KD now. True. We don't have people that's throwing 105 off the mound consistently. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. I, that's a good point, man. Um yeah, so say a minute. What about you, Lance? What's some things you think about the NBA that makes it uh, successful? I mean, you talk about the players. The, to me, the NBA, it's always been player-driven. Like, they've all, you've always had Magic and Bird, Michael Jordan, Shaq and Kobe, Allen Iris. Like, you've always had these superstars that you could just market in market and market and market and like you're gonna sell tickets you're gonna you know make a lot of money just because the players are like they most most of them easy to root for i mean you know most nba guys they ain't out here you know going to jail and you know doing nothing too crazy you know not like the nfl and sometimes major league baseball but to me, the biggest thing is like they do a great job of manipulating their schedule. They always have like certain days, like you always have NBA on Saturday, Saturday night, prime time. You always have Christmas, NBA on Christmas. They load the whole day with superstars, just like the NFL does with Thanksgiving, but the NFL. NFL, they do it kind of different. We'll talk about that later. But as far as the NBA, they do a good job of, like, having certain days where it's like, okay, these two games are coming on tonight. It's a double hit. And it's, like, four superstars in every game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they backload the schedule. So, mostly, well, a lot of the toughest games be from – after the All-Star break to, like, towards the end of the season. 
Okay. Like it's called a playoff push for a reason. Like and they made like such good ratings because they know how to manipulate it. But it it gets kind of skewed because you know with the low management and all that, you know, players kind of mess it up for the uh, TV stations and stuff with their ratings. But as far as like it, it's always been player driven with the NBA. Now that's the biggest thing, like. They know they got LeBron. They know they got stuff. Like it's just gonna always be there. That that's the biggest thing to be. Oh, okay. And to that point, but the MLB, you know, you have Mike Trout, who we can arguably say could go down as the greatest player to ever play the game if he keeps doing what he's doing and he keep, and he stays on this track. You have young stars like Vlad. Tatis, Juan Soto uh-huh. is in Washington, and honestly, if you don't keep up with ba- with baseball, and we go back to the first episode or other episodes, I had to apologize to Joe because I didn't know how great of a hitter he was. But you have Juan Soto in Washington, who could arguably be the best play, one of the best players in the game right now, and nobody knows that. You have stars around the league. But you're not marketing your stars because you have people that's the equivalent of LeBron James or got Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant. You have those players in the MLB, but we don't get to see them. Like you're not putting them in the spotlight. You're not putting them in the limelight. You're not putting them in positions to to where their stardom is being displayed. Vlad Vladdy hit three home runs in one game. How much did ESPN even talk about that? I mean, you know, and then at the same time, the pro- I, I'll follow that up with this. But at the same time, when the last time you seen a Vladdy commercial on TV or a Mike Trout commercial on TV? You know what? That's associated with main. That's that's a good point. Let okay. me let me. That's good yeah, you right. We, and we have to include this. We cannot leave this out. At some point, these major league baseball players, they gonna have to kind of step up to the plate and kind of meet halfway with this. Yeah. Because I, they gotta market themselves that, better. Yeah, I was gonna say that's true. Like Mike point. Trout got a whole cleat out here. Yeah. Do, do any little kids wear Mike Trout cleats? Okay. Hey Joe, before you go to well, not after you mm-hmm. go, I got something to say after All you right, go. Just Joe. to make a quick point too, uh, that is a really great point. Um, Granted, I think once once we get to it, I think I think NFL would be a, probably a little bit more realistic to compare to MLB than NBA because NBA is such a, a more smaller roster and is so star driven. You know what I mean? Like NFL has stars too, but it's not as star driven. It's more of a team sport. So I think that's probably gonna be a better comparison when it comes to baseball. I will say that is a thing about the NBA that, yeah, they do market their their players, but when you think about the huge, you know, superstars within the sport that, like, really grew the game, they had, like, outstanding personalities. Like, that's, that's nothing that you can – you can market only to a certain extent. Like, Magic Johnson was Magic Johnson. You know what I mean? He was charismatic, you know, always smiling, this and that, like – you have to be built from that cloth. 
Like, you can't just promote somebody just because. Like, they actually have to be built from that cloth. So, like, Magic Johnson was built of that cloth. Michael Jordan was built from that cloth. He was very marketable. Not only was he great, like, he was, you know, like, he, he wanted to be marketable. He had the shoes. He had, even when, you know, things came up about, you know, political stuff, he stayed out of it. And, I mean, that was more, that probably worked better at that time because, you know, now it's, you're probably better off, you know, you know, showing you can kind of show where you stand a little bit more, you know what I mean? But at that time, you know, he he had the straight lace image, whatever. So like these are things that the player as well kind of helped with. LeBron, yes, he was great, but he also never got in trouble. He was a great person. You know, he does all this stuff off the court. Right. You know, yeah. and he's he markets himself, he has a brand, like you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not, like I said, I think NFL will probably be more compare, comparable to MLB, but um, when it comes to marketing your players, like, the league can market, that is true, but you need that, you need that character, and to me, the last person to really have that character that was actually a great player, to me, was that, like, really could have blew up. Well, I think he blew up was, like, King Griffey Jr., though. Like, he crossed everything, you know what I mean? Like, and I'll yeah. I, I, I say Jeter, too, but I think Jeter, I don't think Jeter really went in like he could have, but he's he's very remarkable. Like, he's a great, you know, very remarkable Jeter player, was but, a Yankee, and that held yeah. him back. Yeah, Because, yeah, you know, yeah. the Yankees, it's yeah. a lot of stuff that, like, they are very strict franchise, you so it's it a lot of stuff. I think but, it helped and that and Lance and that goes into my point. That goes into my point. The biggest thing that holds the MLB back is baseball culture. They don't. They hate when you showboat. They hate when you wear chains. They hate any any individuality. That's the biggest. That's the biggest thing that's holding them back. If you look at every other sport, Steph Curry when he hits a three, he shimmies. LeBron James has his celebration. Mm-hmm. If you look at the NFL, man, if at one point they stopped allowing touchdown celebrations. And now they're letting people celebrate now because they realize, man, you need that aspect of the game to make your sport marketable. Yeah. If you look at the MLB, some of the best moments are people actually, and they're not showboating, they're showing pride. Like when Jose Bautista hit that home run, and he looked at the crowd, and he grabbed his bat, and he threw the bat. Bro, that's epic. That was epic. Like, that's a classic moment that nobody took, that nobody can take away from him. But the MLB, they look at that as showboating. Other players with that old-school mentality, they look at that as showboating. And when you do that, what happens? The pitcher hits you with a ball, or one of your players get hits with, hit with a pitch. I can see that. You know, so that kills – the fun in the game that brings it down and then they say no players aren't doing that anymore like tatis got criticized for hitting the was it a grand slam yeah i know he had a home run but they were up i think it was a grand I slam was, uh, he, he, swung he swung on, on a pitch. 3-0 pitch i think and they were, they oh were he up. swung yeah he, swung, he hit big. a home run on the 3-0 pitch and they was yeah. yeah he hit a home run 3-0 pitch bro it's 3-0 why would you even throw that why throw that pitch? Like, it's, that's the best pitch to hit. That's the meatiest pitch out here. 
why you get mad at him? Like that's why I think the MLB, the MLB as a whole, the culture needs to change. I thought that was so serious, by the way. You know what I'm saying, bro? You need showboating in the game. You need, like, I loved when Joe Kelly struck people out and he made those facial expressions and he was talking trash to the batters. Yeah. Like, that brings excitement to the game. That brings a little bit of animosity to the game, you know, and they need that instead of, hey, we're going to go out there, let's make a play. You hit a home run, you sprint around the bases and come back in. We don't need that. That's true, man. I. I want you hit the dougie when you go to first base. <laughs> hit the gritty when you come around third base. All right, bro. I I agree, man. Uh, I think we've made a lot of good points. Um, there's this more. Is the NFL. Yeah, there's more, but we we gonna. Go I want to go first. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna talk about why the NFL right mm-hmm. now is a great league as well. So Lance, you can go ahead and start that off. I I I have to say this about the NFL. Like the reason that it is the best all around league they have the worst commissioner well no they i i said that wrong they have the best commissioner like of all three sports you think so yeah him and adam silver yeah they by nicking it but okay you gotta think like roger goodell for all the you know crap that he takes the NFL, he has turned the NFL into a year-round sport. You got to think. They played 17 weeks now. He, he, They was playing 16. Now they play 17. So it's an 18-week period of football. Okay? You got a playoffs. That's from January to early February. The Super Bowl is in February. Then, right after all this, oh, during the Super Bowl, you got the Senior Bowl going on. So, the draft has already started. You got to think, you're doing the draft, you're doing the Senior Bowl and then the draft. I mean, the combine, like, a month after that. Then, after that, you know, you got people talking about all the draft prospects. And, you know, people do that for, like, a month. Then free agency starts. Free agency starts. You got people signing everywhere. People getting cut. People getting traded. It's crazy every year. After that, the draft happens. After the draft, then you're going right in the training camp. You know, you're going in a rookie, rookie mini camp, OTAs. Like, all of this is getting coverage up into the preseason, which, you know, the first preseason game is in early August. The Hall of Fame game. They throw a game for the Hall of Fame. They throw a game every holiday. They they got like a whole day on Christmas Eve, like full of football this year, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's Christmas Eve this year. But, you got, I think they do Thanksgiving. You got your traditional, you know, the Cowboys, the sorry Cowboys, and whoever they play every year, and then you have the Lions, and you know they suck too. But you know it's always funny watching them teams lose every year too. Oh, but shots. yeah, <laughs> shot. All right, shots fired. So Lance, this is my a question for you: year-round thing, and like they kill the ratings, they kill social media. Like you gotta think. Schedules came out last week. 
every team in the league put out a video, a special video for their schedule. For their schedule release. What other league does this? MLB it's, does it's that. All right. the littlest thing. The ML, MLB it, they do that. They do that. They do that. It's just the MLB. I, I, the MLB, they, they move the in silence. The MLB like moves in silence. This is the point I make today. I think MLB does do that. Don't get me wrong. But I think it just works better for the NFL because it's only 17 games. You know what I mean? Like, MLB comes out with their schedules. They do a little – I've seen different, you know, creative videos. But, I mean, there's 162 games. So, it's like how can you – it's harder to make something a marquee matchup. You know what I mean? Before the season, you know, it's it's it's, yeah, it's hard okay, to promote but, the game. You no, know, it's it's just but they shorten their schedule. You know, shorten their schedule where you have more meaningful meaningful games because when you watch a playoff baseball game, it's loud. It is loud, bro. You know, it's a difference. Like I've had my yeah. girl watch a playoff game with me. And she and she'll literally say like, "Man, this is different than with the game you showed me back in June," you know. But I think showing the season. My question to you and Joe. All right, when it comes to the NFL, what's the one goal of every NFL team? Like every NFL team, what's the one thing that they want? I know Super Bowl. Not Super Bowl. I'm talking about position wise. What's the one thing oh, that they want? A quarterback. A quarterback. Why do they want a quarterback outside of that's the most important position in sports? Well, I mean, if you got a, it's. I mean, if you got a good quarterback, first of all, like you can promote a great quarterback. You know, what I mean, it's good for promotion. It's it's the brain of of your team basically. If you got a good quarterback, you got a chance to win. Um, and it's like the hardest to come by. You know what I mean? If you got a good quarterback, you're good for years. If you don't have a good quarterback, then you are constantly looking for a quarterback until you find one. So I think it's just like the most important. Right. Most important yeah, I'll right. say this about the quarterbacks. If you notice the NFL schedule and, you know, they do a great job with their schedule too. If you notice they schedule. All the primetime games, like on Sunday night, like most of them are quarterback matchups. You know, Brady versus Mahomes or Justin Justin Herbert versus Lamar Jackson or, you know, Russell, right. so, Russell Wilson versus somebody. You know, it's, it's always something like that. So who would be the equivalent right, right, to right. a quarterback in MLB? I'm going to go with Star Pitch. Well, well, my thing is, my thing is, Okay, my thing is, it's not for the MLB. You're not trying to get the equivalent of your quarterback because, for one, that when teams draft a quarterback, that gives their team an identity, and that's just your face of your franchise. Like, if you look at, and I respect that Prescott so much because he's media trained. Like, whatever your quarterback says, what comes out of their mouth, your team has no. No other choice but to follow suit. You know what I'm saying? That's the leader. That's the face of your franchise. The MLB, a lot of the teams, they don't have a face of their franchise because they don't market. They don't market. So, like, and I respect Bryce Harper for this because regardless of what anybody can say of how you wanted his career to be, 
he's still a star in this league. And you can arguably say right now he is the face of baseball because that's the most recognizable face in the MLB right now. He's one of them. I'll give you that. He's one of them three. for sure. One of them for he, sure. He's, to, he's top three for sure, yeah. And he, yeah. Was a, he was a phenom prospect too. Like He was on the cover. He was a phenom prospect. Yeah. And what did they do? And I remember when he came out and the other when Strasburg came out, man, they were talking about them on ESPN like, every other day so what i'm saying is like man you gotta you gotta treat your best player like a bryce harper put them out there put them in front of the media let them see their face you know give them a few commercials let your fan base see it and put it out just put them out there so when i go watch a diamondbacks or the orioles or if i go watch the royals yeah i might not know every player on the team but i know when not when when Bryce Harper comes up to the plate, that's Bryce Harper. Okay. And this is you know, that's what I'm saying. This is something that I I wanna bring up too that's kinda related to that. I know you just said that, you know, of course you, you wanna market, but a lot of it is on the media too. And can I just be honest and, and let you guys and just really be honest and, and say this, man, I just I'ma be real, like I don't feel like ESPN shows baseball enough. You know what I mean? I feel like when I was growing up and watching, you know, Sports Center and things like that, I feel like MLB was highlighted more. I feel like the show, um, they talked about it more. Um, I just, I feel like, yes, I think marketing is one thing, but I will, I, I think I have to kind of call out some of these media platforms too because yeah yeah that's true that's true espn but and, i mean like espn they, their coverage they have it but it's just you can tell it's not as important when you look at these shows that come on like first take and you know in the morning or undisputed they might talk about baseball for like a block and then they really don't know Honestly, what they're talking about when the last time yeah, Skip yeah, and yeah. shannon yeah. talked about baseball Nah, and honestly, I Joe, I was finna piggyback off that. The only time they talk about baseball is during playoffs. the playoffs. That's it. Playoffs. That's during the playoffs. So, but I would say this, and this same thing that I say like about like the WNBA, but this another topic. Like, you can't expect for other media outlets to talk about your sport if you're not putting your sport out there. So you're as a sport, you're not making baseball marketable. So why should Stephen A. Smith or Skip and Shannon talk about them? Why should Nick Wright talk about them? You know, and on top of that, yes, and they don't have even their baseball media outlets. They don't have a commentator that has the pedigree, you know, to even come on to ESPN and have people gravitate to the channel. Like they should the MLB if if I'm a media outlet, I'm reaching out to a David Ortiz, a Derek Jeter, you know, all time greats, and I'm getting them to you know to speak and to comp and to, you know, give their interpretations on baseball and I'm putting them on TV. And you know because they own if, MLB honestly network. But it's like they are. Yeah. But it's MLB. Yeah, this, this, this is what I'm finna say though, bro. Like 
That is true, but you know, you know, they okay. I'll say this too because I feel like I feel like Fox uh, analysts there. I feel like their team is good and TBS team is good for baseball, and I'll tell you who they have. So Fox, they do have they have David Ortiz. So because you you see it, you yep. usually see it in the playoffs. You don't usually see it as much during the regular season. In the playoffs, you see like David Ortiz. ESPN has Curtis Granderson. They have yeah. Okay, yeah, they have no. That's that's. I think they on T. I think he on TBS. So, but 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 um, Fox has David Ortiz. They have A Rod. They have Frank Thomas, and I think I think that's the three that they usually go with. So it's a good. That's a good crew. TBS. They have Pedro Martinez. He's he's funny. I've heard him talk. Which and then Jimmy Rollins, um, and and Grandison. But like. Like y'all said, though, I think the issue there is because I think those teams are good. I don't, me personally, I don't think the ESPN team is that good, and I feel like I think it's bad. I I feel like ESPN is the only regular like sports network that actually sh- kind of sh- tries to show baseball in prime time. I mean, Fox does it, but they mm-hmm. don't really make a big show out of it. But ESPN tries to with baseball tonight, the Sunday night game. They try, but it's just not as good to me. So, like, let's say you, let's say you, you switch that out and put like the Fox crew with David Ortiz, A Rod, and, and Frank Thomas before the game talking about that on ESPN. I think it immediately makes it more watchable. I think if you switch them out and let's say you put. Pedro Martinez and, and Granderson and Jimmy Rollins on that that Sunday night game. I think it makes it more enjoyable because what what we have to think about is like, and this is this is something I think about as far as and I mean NFL has it too. They have their good teams too, but definitely for basketball, people will watch basketball strictly for TNT's analysts. Like they are great, you know. What I mean, they are funny. Thanks. Like, I, I didn't talk to that people. is the best yeah. crew in sports. I didn't talk to people. I didn't. I didn't even have conversations that with people who Kenny dog. and Ernie. Like I, that's not even close. That's right. the best crew in, in sports. I didn't talk to people who would have no care about basketball, but they think that their their show is funny. You know what I mean? Like they have <laughs> clips always go viral just because they're just the funny memes crew. that have came from right. that show. Yes. Like, and and so I and and they have like I said TBS is is a is a you know sister network with TNT so I think they they're trying to do that format for baseball and I think they have the crew for it, like Pedro Martinez and even Ernie Ernie uh is is hosting he hosts it you know before the basketball season starts so they have the crew for it but what they have to do is make it more like like Donnie was saying earlier like. Every Tuesday and Thursday, you know, NBA games gonna be on TNT. You know what I mean? And then every Wednesday and Friday, you know, ESPN is gonna have basketball. The MLB doesn't. They're trying to get it, but I don't know if they're taking the right approach with it. You know what I mean? I think TBS would be great to, to start doing that more. You know, they need to start doing like a Thursday night game once the NBA season is over. You know, they need to start doing that. Where you know they're they're always on TV and really promoting and having that. I mean, like I said, it's the same network, so 
if they can borrow some of those creators from the TNT side and bring them over, I think that'd be a great thing, man. So, that's, and yeah. I will also say, like, to piggyback off you, Joe, I think that the MLB and even like ESPN or a Fox, you know, any network, man, if you if you look back at it, what is the most exciting era of baseball that you that both of y'all have watched personally? Oh, man, I know what you're gonna say. The juice. The the, the, the steroid juice era. Bro, the steroid era. The best bro the and I play every sport. The Bro, the best feeling ever is hitting a home run, bro. Like, that's the prettiest thing ever, ever. Let's get some of those players, those edgy characters on TV. I know that in baseball, we've blackmailed a lot of those guys, but that's the era that people paid attention to. So you might have to get... Some people you might need a Barry Bonds on TV. I think a lot of them got bad personalities though. That's the problem because steroids. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steroids you know what? You know what? You know, I don't watch Barry on TV. I don't know. I don't watch Barry on TV. He wouldn't say nothing. I don't watch. Hey, no, but look, but look. Before Joe said that, hey, before Joe said somebody personalities, <laughs> I was trying to name somebody, and like three names would across my head. I was like, nah, oh, nah, no. Barry was a safe name. Look, Barry used to, he ain't even talk to the media, bro. He ain't finna say nothing to nobody. Bro, that's what I'm saying. But, bro, Mark Ken Griffey Jr. on TV. I I would say Sammy Sosa, but you know. Bro, you know who, and I got to give a shout out to this dude, man. Because I, I, you know, I I follow baseball, so I'm on things. Bro, we might be on the same page. CC Sabathia C. C. is like the greatest MLB person right now to just listen to, man. And like, he and, and MLB actually just hired him for like some type of role where he's kind of being an ambassador for the sport. So they're sending him to different games and baseball and stuff. And so he can just kind of connect and just try to be that bridge between the players in the, in the league and really. You know, help them out. So I think he's going to be really beneficial. But I listen to like they could hire me for that. I, I listen to one of uh, CC's. Uh, I, I listen to his podcast, man. That he does. He's, I think he used to be on the Ringer or whatever every week, man. And CC is he a real? You know what I mean? Like he he agrees. He knows that the sport has its issues. He knows that it needs to adapt. You know what I mean? He knows that he knows what to do. And like his personality wise. That's the type of personalities that we need in baseball to really represent, you know what I mean, and, and really bring people yeah. pe- people in. Of course, I don't think CC would do commentating because it's kind of, you know, a little slow. But, um, yeah, like somebody like CC, like, like that type of personality, that's what we need into baseball to kind of help and, and push it forward. So, um, yeah, so those are – the, uh, the the sports um this is some things I, I just thought of on my own when I asked um I asked another group of mine you know what's some some things that they feel like the MLB has uh you know some problems with of course they already brought up the you know the promotion and, and the players not having to shine somebody brought up insurance interesting uh idea of like baseball doesn't have any halftime and then i thought about it i was like no they don't 
when I really thought about it, I thought about like every other sport has a time system. Soccer, hockey, basketball, football, every other, except for, uh, what is it? Except for um, maybe tennis and, and golf, right? They don't really have time systems. It's, it's kind of like baseball, you know? But these sports are the, those are usually in the kind of individual sports, you know, tennis and, and, and uh, tennis and golf are kind of individual sports. So you're going, but like team sports, baseball is probably the only one that doesn't have time. And when you think about that in general, when you think about the young generation, y'all know we, we don't have long attention spans at all, right? Like, so it's, when you think about it, just the fact that MLB does not is not on a time system, it's already like a disadvantage to the youth because it's like it's a continuation, never going. We need breaks, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that it's possible because this is also a thing about baseball. And even when we talked about shortening the schedule, baseball is such a traditional sport. It has been the same for a long time. So it's going to be pushback, like, I under, and that, that kind of makes it great at some type of extent because, you know, it is great because, you know, they do play all these games, but because they play all these games, you have these records. You know, you have the home run record. You have the hitting record, the RBI record. And all of it all means something because it's all the same. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody, Babe Ruth did it, it was really great. And then Hank Aaron did it, it was really great. And then Barry Buzz did it. It was really great. Those are total different generations. You know what I mean? And they are still looked at as the same level of, of greatness because over those years, nothing has changed. It's still the same game. It's still the same amount of game, you know, points. So I, I do like that aspect of baseball that it's been able to keep, you know, it's, it's, it's very, I say it's easy to, Granted, when it, when it comes to stats, it's easy to compare, you know, across the board because everything is always been the same. However, you know, I don't know what it is. I know it's an inning-based thing, so you can't make it quarters or whatever, but I do like the fact that they're at least experimenting with, like, the pitch clock, you know what I mean? Trying to make it to where pitchers have so long it's before, you know, they have to – you know, do that. So just anything to kind of speed the game up, man. And I know, like I said, they don't have any half times. But when you think about it, maybe, maybe throw a shorter break, maybe halfway into the game. You know how you know it's usually a seven inning stretch. Maybe move it up a little bit. Maybe do it after the fifth inning. You know, and just make it just a little bit longer. You know what I mean? Not. Yeah, have some cheerleaders dancing. Get, get some cheerleaders at the It don't have to be long. Yeah. yeah. But something. I also say, like, for baseball, one disadvantage that they do have is the fact that it's baseball, bro. <laughs> so, regardless of anything, regardless of how you feel, it doesn't matter. You have to get those three outs. Like, that's why I tell my team, like, man, I told my team beginning of the season, I was like, hey, you can play around and not take this and not take this sport serious, but when this game starts and you're on defense, you have to get those three outs. Now, them three outs can come within five minutes 
Well, 30, 30 minutes yeah. or an hour and a half. I've been on each side of the spectrum. Yeah. With football, it's different. Like, now nah, they didn't switch football up to what, man, everybody's running the spread offense. They running and gunning. Basketball, the Warriors and change. Everybody's shooting threes. It's a fast-paced offense. With baseball, no. Because pitchers, at any the pitcher and the catcher dictates everything. So the pitcher is not a is not a player that wants to pitch fast, you know, wants to speed things up. He's gonna take his time. You know, and I think baseball suffers for, from that, but in a good and a bad way, you know, everybody has their comfort zone. Baseball, everybody has their own tradition. Like, hey, when I get to the plate, I'm going to tap the plate three times, you know, swing the bat, point at the pitcher, point over yeah, the pitcher, step yeah. out. Everybody has their Spit own the ground, ritual. On Spit on the ground. Like, everybody has their own ritual. And you're not about to speed up their ritual. If you do that clock, you will. If you do, do that the clock, clock, man, I'm telling you, the clock is going to be, it's going to work. Yeah, but do the clock. And I think baseball is the only sport where you can't. It's hard to find ways to speed up the game outside of the clock. Yeah. Outside of the clock, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, so you suffer from yeah. that. That's real. I, I think that's a good point. And like I said earlier, like all the other ones are time. Baseball is not time, so that's the disadvantage to baseball. But you, but I like like we were saying. Like I feel like you have to find a way to try to speed it up. You know, so a lot of these rules that they're trying to figure out, even like when they started the whole. You know, a pitcher has to pitch to three batters. That did speed up the game a little bit. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff, they're trying. Definitely. They're trying to do it, and then like you know, the, the regular baseball tradition is like, why are you trying to do this? Is that? But it's. I mean, they do need to try to do this. They need to try to speed it up. So, I agree. But yeah. man, I think baseball, man. I think you just need to put an emphasis on your on your strengths. So, you know, we know that the home run, everybody loves a home run. Man, start telling these players, man, swing for the fence. They do that now. I mean, they do that now. Yeah. Like, I, I really remember Justin Turner going on ESPN and telling all the children, forget hitting a single, hit a home run. No more doubles. But Hit a but home see, run. this is another point. If, if that is true, and I do agree, I do think home runs are the most – well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the most exciting thing in baseball. To me, it was. But maybe... Okay, I think base... All right, this is what I think it is. I think home runs are the most exciting thing in baseball, right? But I also think striking out is not. You know what I mean? I think striking strikeouts is the part of the game that's really, you know, doesn't make it as exciting because nobody's doing nothing. They're just getting struck out. So... The issue is, yeah, you have more home runs, but you got more people that don't care about just making contact in situations where there's two strikes. They just put the ball in play. So everybody's swinging over the fence. So, yeah, if it goes over the fence, it's great. But if you don't have nobody hitting home runs, then it's just a whole bunch of home runs, strikeouts, and pop-ups, bro. And I think that's what MLB was trying to address with, like, when, you know, when they mess with the baseballs, you know, they try to make it to where it's not too easy to hit home runs. Yeah. So, and, so maybe the approach cool. changes. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting problem that they have, 
because I don't I don't really know what I don't know. You know? Yeah, and and that's true. And another thing is, man, baseball. Baseball isn't like football or basketball, and I think that's what people mess up at because they try to compare it to football and basketball. Like, man, anybody can watch a football, a good football game, and get excited. Like, you can watch the Super Bowl. You know, you can watch Mahomes versus Brady and get excited. You can watch an Alabama versus Auburn football game and get excited just by turning it on. You can turn on a basketball game with their marquee players, and you are not a basketball fan, but you're going to be tuned into the game. Like, if I can't. Because LeBron, I'm watching the Warriors on mute right now, and it's like. I'm watching the Warriors on mute same, right now. I completely excited. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm like, I mean, it's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> but it's exciting. And I don't even like now, the Warriors, but it's like. Now, with baseball, with baseball, you literally have to play baseball or softball to understand the beauty of the game, to understand the small thing. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I we find enjoyment out of the small things in baseball, bro. Yeah. Like if a batter has a twelve pitch at bat and he strikes out, folks start clapping, like, bro, good A B. Yeah. Great A B. You wore the pitcher down. Mm. Somebody else gonna be like, Man, he couldn't get a hit, he saw her. Yeah. You know, and they only understand the strategy behind it. They don't understand the strategy. Like baseball, baseball it's a so beauty behind strategic, the game. Man, I love baseball because it's so strategic. It's strategic. Yeah, it's very. And strategic. so, like, it's not. Oh man, this dude ran. Like man, you might see somebody run, make a fifty-yard run in football, but get popped at the twenty, and the defense going crazy. Yeah. Baseball, you know, bro. I might have a ten-pitch at bat and got a single ground ball up the middle. And everybody excited, but you know my home, my my homeboy who not a baseball fan, he like bro, this this the most boring junk I've ever seen you know in my what? life. And that brings me to a point because I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I'm gonna ask this question. I know I have my answer, but do y'all feel like do y'all feel like base the excitement within baseball is translated well into TV? Because I don't. No. Except, except it's for the playoffs. The playoffs, yeah, it's not. And that's why I think, man, eventually, and I know baseball, like, one of the ways they make, they make their money is by having 162 games. Like, yeah, you, yeah, but you're going to have to find a way to, if you're not going to market, if you're not going to put games at, at, at times where people are watching or making games more meaningful, you got to find ways to do it because if the average watcher turns on a game on Fox and they see Mookie Betts, I'm going to say somebody like Mookie Betts because Mookie, yeah, he'll hit a home run, but Mookie will also hit a gapper. You feel me? Yeah. At a clutch moment. And it's like, bro, that was perfect. Or he might go four for four with both singles, you know, and somebody else might be like, ah, boring. But he just went four for four. He went three for four. You know, or that single that he hit tied the game. You know, the average watcher is not going to appreciate that. Yeah. I I have a suggestion 
and I want you guys to, to let me know what you think, but um, kind of like what I was saying, like I, I do feel like the energy is translated well within the TV for playoffs, and I think that's because in those situations, you know, the stadium is full. You know, the energy is there. You know, the you know the broadcasters, they 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 commentate from you know from the press box, but the the the, the energy in the stadium is so big to where you can you can hear that. You know what I mean? You can feel the energy. Mm-hmm. In baseball, in the regular season, every game is not going to be sold out. But in retrospect, I don't think. You know, as a comparison, I don't think every NBA game is sold out. But I also feel like NBA games, energy is better. And so this is what I'm suggesting or wondering, could it happen? Could the commentators commentate from field level? You know what I mean? Because, like, like just, just for example, when I go to the Orioles games, there are nothing but, like, 10,000 people in the stadium. You know what I mean? But... I can hear the crowd. Like there's energy. I can hear it. You know what I mean? It's right there. And I feel like with them commentating so far from the booth and the game already being as, you know, slow or strategic as it is, I think that that extra energy of being amongst the crowd could possibly help. So I don't, I wonder. Have they ever thought about commentating from the field level? Maybe like right yeah. behind a, yeah. a dugout or something like that. You know what I mean? Where you can have fans yeah, in the background. Because I think like don't they, doesn't the NFL, don't they have like a camera going across like on top of the field, like going across or something like that? Uh, I think they do. Or something along the like lines. A, it like goes over the field and you can kind of see the, the field level. Yeah, and like as a watcher, it get it. For me personally, when I watch a football game, man, like even if nobody is there, I'm still feeling that energy. And with baseball, you know, I I just feel like like nobody's feeling that energy. And like for us, bro, like we all played, so I know Joe, your senior year, and that's me and Lance Junior year. We played forty plus games of baseball. There was more than anybody in Mobile on the high school level. A lot of games, bro. It was some games where I was literally sitting there like, why are we here? Why are we here? <laughs> so if a player is putting that energy out, the fans feel it. But though, if we played 26 games, like when we played a, a team like McGill, we'll probably be more hyped. Like people feel that energy. Yeah. And I... And I hate to say that, I just feel like baseball, you have to find a way to make games more meaningful. I don't care if you man, make some internet beef for all I care. Make people hate each other. That just, Create that some form out. of animosity. That's how introverted MLB, well, most MLB players are. Like, you got to think, like, ain't too many MLB players really... You know what I'm saying? I hear beefing with each other. Yeah, I hear on Twitter starting beef with everybody <laughs> and throwing. We need more of Mill Garrett's in the, the world. We need we more Trevor Bowers. Yeah, I was saying last one we had was Trevor Bowers. Not Trevor Bowers. Tre- my boy Trevor. He was the only one. No, not my boy. Not, not my boy Trevor. He is not my boy. Yeah, we we. 
he was good on Twitter, but now nah, he, mm, he that's, that's another part. Right, that's an example though. Like that, we need basically that he was a character. You know what I mean? Whether you liked him or not, he was an interesting character that got people to be like, "What is he talking about? What is Trevor yeah. finna say right here?" And that that is true. Baseball doesn't have that. Um, granted, okay, I will say I do think that MLB is trying to start a change in culture, but the thing about it is, um, it's it it has to start from the ground up, right? So, eventually, I think you might see it come into fruition now that the MLB is accepting it because. No, MLB is the standard, right? So, forever, MLB was the standard of you had to do it this way, this way, you couldn't act this way, blah, blah, blah. So, and as a as a reaction, every level under that, in order to see yourself be a pro, a professional one day, they can always be like, well, they don't do this in the big leagues. Or they do this in the big leagues. You got to do it this way. So, when you're coming up from college to high school to little league everything is you're looking at the mlb as an example right so as i as as a i guess opposite for me like when i used to play football you know growing up in the nfl they were celebrating you know what i mean so that I used to want to celebrate when I was playing. I would just like to take this time out to say, since Joe bought up his football career, I would like to tell the whole DNA podcast, our subscribers, this could have been a D1 <laughs> prospect. He could have got us out the hood. He could have got us out the hood. I like baseball too. Joe, you did give up. That, that, that kind of hurt. I like baseball too much, man. Hey, man. Here we are being humble on this podcast. We could be in Dubai talking about yeah, this. Yeah, I like, but that's another like story for we another We could be rate. getting Joe ready for OTAs right now. But instead, we got to clock in and work. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my purpose, man. It wasn't my purpose. But like I said, man, I just feel like, I feel like MLB is starting to take the steps, but it's going to have to be a trickle down. So it's going to take... Oh wow! So I, but I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing more, I see more viral videos of college guys or high school guys like you know doing whether it's flip you know backflips or celebrating at home. I'm seeing more swag and more personality within baseball. I would say that. So I feel like once this generation becomes to become more, you know, inter. Into wean into baseball like MLB, yeah, intertwine, intertwine, intertwine within baseball like it's gonna be more excitement coming. They're gonna have more personalities coming. Yeah, degrees over here. Yeah, all of us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you wanna know what I like to say though? I feel like the MLB, they had a perfect chance, bro. And I hate to keep bringing this up, but. You seen the steroid era. You seen when you had a lot of viewers watching Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Like, you seen your ratings go up. And I'm not saying that, hey, you had to do it that same way. What I'm saying is, okay, you seen how your ratings went up. You could have created a formula or created a plan to keep your viewers 
<laughs> to, to keep your viewers. And what I'm saying is, bro, like you had it at one point. I'm not saying push the steroids, but I am saying you should have came out of your traditional mindset to let certain stuff slide. Not, you know, not steroids. Not steroids. <laughs> not steroids. <laughs> but you could let you know, something sure we, slide. You're going to make sure like, we specify that. Man. Not steroids. But everything ain't got to be a PED, man. I, look, man. I Yeah, let them take a look at creatine. What, what's wrong with creatine? What's wrong with creatine? Look, bro, the steroids. That yeah, ain't nothing but chocolate milk. I don't even want to get to that's that. Peanut butter can only that's, hit a ball so far. That's, <laughs> the, look, the steroid era worked, but it only worked because people didn't know they were doing steroids. Once yeah. people knew they were right, doing yeah, steroids. When I, say that, when I say that, I'm not I'm not saying like, okay, support the steroid era. Let me, I want to go on record by saying that. I'm not saying, hey, support the steroid era. I'm saying that, hey. We have our viewership at an all-time high. Let's think of some ways to let's create some ways to keep our viewers. So let's market some players. Let's highlight the players that's doing it right. A la Derek Jeter. Like when Sammy Sosa then was doing all this, you still had players like Derek Jeter and Ken Griffith Jr. in your league. Let's highlight these players. Yeah. So, yeah, Sammy hit home runs, but Ken Gifford Jr. is climbing the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Highlight your players and put them in the limelight so that your viewership doesn't take a dip. Or, you know, fans' interest don't take a dip. All right. You know, so, okay, yeah, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire was on steroids, but Ken Griffith Jr. doing it right, and he's still hitting them. That's fair, man. You know, you had some all-time players like – to this day, I feel like in even I feel like Ichiro Suzuki is like Ichiro's. a staple in the league, and like man, he was different. players today, like some young kids today, might not know who that is, and Ichiro was that dude. Yeah, that's great. Hey, all right, so we're coming up on like an hour record. We're gonna definitely have to do parts to this, uh, but. Just as a wrap-up, man, I'm going to give everybody, like, a chance to just make one quick statement on, I guess, the biggest issue or how to fix MLB, and then we're going we gonna to head out of here. So, um, I guess I'll start. The, the number one thing for me is, I don't, I know somebody else already going to take something else, so I'm going to just say... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say marketing, marketing, marketing your big players uh, is is something that the MLB has to do. So that's that's where I'm gonna leave it off at. Um, Lance, what what do you? What's your one thing you feel like that the MLB needs to 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 hang, hang his hat on? The the schedule. <clears throat> It, it, it needs to improve like some kind of way, and I'll just I'll just throw this one little one at you. It, it's kind of like the MLB's like Fourth of July is kind of like their day. <laughs> Ain't no big you know 
matchups on that day, and that's a problem. Yeah. The Braves should be playing the Dodgers. The Yankees should be playing the Astros. Something like that. You yeah. know, something like that. That's an issue, so I'll leave it at that. Okay. What about you, Dan? Um, the Cubs. I thought you were say. I thought you were say steroids. <laughs> the, the, yeah, I was. Yeah, bring back steroids. Bring back steroids. Oh, Everybody, juice up. Tim Anderson, juice oh, up. I want you to be looking like Barry Bonds next oh, season. Got the everybody hit the juice. Hit the juice. All right, so we got marketing, we got scheduling, but, we got hit the juice. That's what that was juice. And we got we hit gotta the juice. These boys some creatine. Hit the juice 2023. Oh, we we ain't talking about juice. You know, the creatine, you know, we can it, no, no, we talking about P E. No, we not, bro. Stop it, man. We got little kids listening to this. P E D. Hit no. the juice, take the suspension no. later. No. <laughs> hit the juice. Do not hit the juice, kids. Oh my god. Hit the juice. Not... Guess Look. what? Barry hit the juice. Oh, Ain't nobody god. took away them right. home runs. Hit the All juice. Right. So we are, this is just for anybody that didn't know, we are now role models on this podcast. <laughs> but, hit but the I juice, hear, kids. Kids, do yeah, not. Yeah, we. Kids, do not get the juice. I'm talking about Apple. I'm talking about Apple. I'm talking about Apple. Kids, they sell creatine at the store. Kids yeah. drink water. Protein shakes. No, no juice. What? All right. Grab the. Look, all right, we finna cut this off for Daddy Say So Even Bow Wow, bro. But thanks for tuning in, huh. man. Like I said, that was part one of. You know, just the MLB. We're just trying to see the state of the MLB, and we're trying to talk about ways and what we see um, issues, current issues that's on the surface, surface level issues. I feel like of the MLB, um, but we have way more parts to this, and there are way more layers to this outside of the MLB. We talked about MLB, but we also, like I did, I hit on how other the other sports have a big college following you gotta think about mlb i mean college baseball high school baseball all the way down there's a lot of stuff that can be spoke on and um we're gonna address it coming up man this is the series man we're gonna you know just highlight you know baseball and figure out how we can you know become come up with a solution to to improve baseball so um thanks again for listening to this episode episode seven um, subscribe, like this podcast, um, share it to with your friends. Let them know that you know what we're trying to do here on this on this uh, page and this and you know this this you know tell this, this moment, mama. man. Yeah, tell this. your mama and tell your mama to tell all her friends at work, and then they gonna tell their friends. It sounds like a house party. We gonna have a whole bunch of cookies. Yeah. Sounds like we're doing the house party. But we're not. We're just trying to. We're trying to. You know. We're trying to do something good, man. We're trying to do something good for the community, man. We're trying to, you know, help with the subscribe, support. man. Please so subscribe, please subscribe, man. man. Keep us afloat, man. Hey, and before support DNA culture, man. My boy Joe hey. really creating a brand. Hey. Support everything that he do. Like and subscribe. Go to the page. Man, he got some. Let me tell you something. He might. He he's humble about it. I'm not humble. He has some of the best content out. Appreciate it, man.
some of the best content. Hit the juice. Don't hit the juice. That's one, Joe. That's one problem with MLB. You too humble, man. We need to too humble. You gotta be humble, man. Bro, if I hit a Lance, if I hit a four hundred and eighty, a four hundred and ten foot home run, but if I hit a four hundred and fifty foot home run, You're doing backflips, bro. First of all, if I hit one, I told you earlier, I'm hitting the gritty at every base. I'm gonna hit the Dougie. I'm gonna kiss a baby. What? And I'm gonna slap the and I'm gonna slap the umpire on the butt for being the appreciated my love. First of all, you talking about some four ten? Four ten? If it clear the fence, I'm pimping it every time. (laughs) I don't care how far it go. If I get an inside the park home run, I'm turned. We turned, man. All right, bro, before we go outside. Yeah, anyway, also, man, we want to do some interviews soon, man. So, you know, anybody that's involved in baseball in the baseball world, uh, players, coaches, anything, man, we're going to we're gonna start doing some interviews very soon, man. So, just, 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 just hit us up, let us know. You're interested or whatever. We already have a little list that, you know, people I want to reach out to to start doing some interviews. But we want to make this a platform for baseball players and, and just open up, you know, an avenue for, for them to, to, you know, have have a lane, man, and, and be able, you know, we talked about marketing, right? This is a way to market yourself. This is going to be another way to, to open that lane. So uh, we, we're not just going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. So. Uh, interviews coming soon, man. But like I said, thank y'all for tuning in uh, to the DNA Culture. Thanks for listening to this episode, man. Subscribe, like, all that. And we will see you guys next time.